Hashtag we love number one sports digital radio station in Africa. Africa. Hello and welcome to the Vision View Sports Show. I go by the name of Chloe Grace and Fanza, but you can call me the Legs of Thunder Junior. Um, probably the only, no, me and DK have nicknames. I was thinking who else has a nickname of this team. I have um, many nicknames. You don't? I don't know any of these. <laughs> I don't know Please. any. I, I don't count tens. <laughs> you call me different <laughs> things in different places. Just give us two. What nicknames, babes? Uh, That's that you have to think about it. Now, coming up, they used to call me Tivovo. Tivovo? Yeah. Are you serious? I swear. Oh, my God. He just made that up. I didn't make it up. It's for real. Why? Why? I was like, um, I'll get there if you can give me a second. So I'm like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> now, it was, uh, it was actually my sister gave it to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the uh, Alvovo Dirango. There were apparently oh. some comparisons you could make back in the day. Really? Between me and Alvovo, yeah. Yes. So she started calling what, me Tivovo. What comparisons are they? How much have you changed since then? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was a lot bigger when yeah, I was small. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was a, a little stocky kid back in the day. Wow. So I suppose it's weight comparison, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, so uh, it doesn't fly by now. I mean, it's still, people have, there's been adaptations of it. They still call me Vogue in the streets, like for real. In the streets? Yeah. Sheesh. And then you have the nickname? At church? Yeah, There's too many. I'm really locked in there, you know what I mean? And no the girlfriend must have given you a nickname. I swear. <laughs> no, nah, no nicknames for my girlfriend. Yeah. No, no, no. girlfriends um, in the past? Mm, the girlfriends are lacking by the nicknames. Oh, no. Um, yeah, No wonder really. they're exes, yeah? Yeah, yeah, you get me. Yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend. So if you don't, they don't give you a nickname. No, you know, you're not. They don't have a dog. No way. No, no, yeah, but like, I'm saying you're not. I mean, from your girlfriend. Yes, you don't have. Yes, yeah, you don't have lab. one. Yeah. Yeah. The girlfriend nicknames what never work. Same. Zoro. 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 Your girlfriend called you Zoro. Like Zoro. Because you like Zoro. No. Why? Because I was a superhero in some. Ah. I to save the days. That's so, so cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't like it. <laughs> Zorro? Not impressed, Doug. <laughs> if she called me Zorro, I knew it was fine. <laughs> it's time. How ghetto was this what? relationship? <laughs> I didn't want that time. Zorro. 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 I mean, I know for sure when Puzan is black, it suits it. What about you, then, Pricey? Mine's Boo Boo. Boo Boo. Where does that come from? I don't know. Just Boo Boo. Yeah, just Boo Boo. I, I, I don't know. Just came. Because none know, of because your names. Because baby's so common, but till today it's Boo Boo. Sheesh. Okay. Well, you've got a better one compared. It's better. The other one was yeah. Who yours? Yeah, Pookie Bear. Pookie, Pookie Bear. Pookie Bear. Pookie Bear. Mm. Wow. Which one is the Pookie Bear? I mean, I think I know all your exes. I'm announcing. Don't expose them. No, it's the same, same, the long term, the very long, long, long. Oh, and I like so, her. So Zoro was under special circumstances. Yeah, the yeah. everyday nickname was Pookie. Oh. Yeah. Are you clever? You're trying to run away. Trying to change the topic. You're trying to think. I'm like. I, don't, I can't think of anything besides what you guys call me. He came up with CG. Well done on that. No, Love no, it. Chloe. No, no, no. no. Off topic. Off topic? Oh, I was thinking about... Re- oh, oh, romantic. Yeah. Oh, that's where we are. Next. Nah, I'm with tans here. I think me and you tans. Maybe Close we've line. never been loved that Close. much. Okay, well, okay, what nickname did you have for your partner like your or your ex that you really, really loved? So, Afcon is Anya. 
which is really, really great. Um, you have a That's why you're representing Broken Hearts Club. Yeah, I know, guys. Yes, this is a sign. Oh. This is a sign. Is this an intervention now? <laughs> The <laughs> Dog, let's you know patch up my yeah. heart. Another thing is, it's like you make the tops big so that like you're screaming for help. Oh wow! Mm. Yeah. Tell you a big t-shirts. Are you screaming for help? Mine on brand. Is <laughs> I'm doing more. You mean? I'm just going for aesthetic here. No message. <laughs> I was going for vibes too. So big shout for help. Big shout for help. Yeah. Um. Oh, you guys are annoying. <laughs> Can we move on? Are we yeah, done we with the intervention? <laughs> talking about oh, broken wait. hearts? Talking uh-huh. about broken hearts? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, you're going to say? You're I DK hope that's matching. what you're going to use. What? Oh, you're going to matching. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like cute. He was so excited. Like, ah, what is What is going to sing? It sounds like a book on it. I am not alone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, talking uh-huh. about broken hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, how many of us woke up broken hearted today? Slept broken hearted. Yeah. Woke up broken hearted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, definitely. You know, for me, it's it's very different. Um, I was broken hearted, and then when I woke up, mm-hmm. I was actually fine. You know, judging mm. from the performance, I was like, you know, what? there's nothing to be broken hearted about. You know, so yeah, I mean, there's to be broken hearted about. No, <laughs> no, no, specifically to Bafana Bafana, actually. Who played the first game against Mali? Yeah. Great first half. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. First half all over them. Oh, Penalties, oh. couple of chances. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then the South African thing happens where we can't score. Yeah. Second half, they come out and they Listen, just, they just, they yeah, it's like they woke now. up. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And half time, they're like, yeah, okay, guys, it's the start now. No, <laughs> but I think after Percy Tau missed that penalty, the momentum did drop a bit, having to kind of recover from that, mm-hmm. um, as much as we did have a great first half. Mm. But um, I think they just weren't able to come back from that. Um, because if you look at the first, let me say 15 minutes or 10 minutes, no, but she's... Yeah, no, no, we were hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. was happy. I was like, what? Everyone was Everyone. apologizing, was, saying, she, listen. She was dancing, mm. dude. Chica, bro. Oh, it's Chica. No, oh, my no, goodness. No. First half, we were there, bro. <laughs> Don't second half, it's some shishi. <laughs> second half, for me, it's not that we dropped. They mm. just woke up. Yeah. And then you got to see the difference. But also, you know what my thing was? Hugo could have made subs immediately. Earlier. Yes, earlier. Like, I don't understand why the man waited for so long. And then he comes and he's like, yeah, no, man, they just... I get it. Yes, they are stronger. They're taller. I get that, right? But Aruna Loza, we are playing ball here. Uh, so we can also use that to our advantage. So there were players you can use from the bench. The man just opted to, to chill it out. So I think for me, that was the wrong call. But other than that... I think the boy spirit, I mean, they played their hearts out. We can all agree in the first half. Um, just that I, the technical score. bench for me let it, our team down. It's called those two clear goals mm. for me. The penalty and there's a one chance mm. with the ball in the box and the guy shot mm. it. You score those two. Yeah. Um, it's a different, mentally, it's a different situation for them to deal with at, sure. at, at, at half time. At no, no, at half time. And for me, that was over. Can I mm. ask something? And it's um, a lot of people are actually talking about it on Twitter and some who are very close to Percy. Um, and I know when I was listening to the analysis from Pizzo and Deco, um, they were trying to say it in a very respectful manner mm-hmm. that when Percy Dow actually missed that penalty, a lot of them were saying that, 
okay, now he's going to be selfish with the ball because now he wants to redeem himself because there was another opportunity where he could have passed or squared the ball. Even Ian Wright was like, just square the ball, Percy, mm. you know. But he does get, apparently, he does get selfish when, especially in circumstances like that, when he needs to redeem himself. Do you guys feel the same way? Did you do you see it? I don't. I don't mind that so much. That if you mess up and you want to take responsibility for your mess up, mm -hmm. I'd rather that than you disappear from the game. Mm -hmm. One man. No, listen. He still had one more chance outside of the one you're talking about where he crossed, where he had the header, and that was saved. At least he's showing up. Some guys miss a penalty and disappear, and then you don't see mm -hmm. them again. So at least he shows up and wants to take responsibility. So I don't mind that so much, um, as opposed to just disappearing. Yeah, I think for me as well, it speaks to who Percy is. I mean, a long time when he was here at Mamluk Sundowns, we've heard of how he goes to personal training by himself. When the team is done training, he's working out by himself. So that shows the hunger for me, <clears throat> sorry, from, from Percy. So he is that kind of player. And, and I think when you also look at the penalty... Debza initially was the one that was supposed to take it, mm -hmm. but Debza then backed out. Seniority. Exactly. So mm. now Percy was like, okay, cool, I'll do it. So that shows for me the bravery. And that's the thing about a penalty. You either miss it or you get it right. When you get it right, we're all happy. When you mm. miss it, it's like, ooh, ah, ah, ah. But there's no guarantee about penalties. So for me, Percy, I mean, we call him the lion for a reason, right? So he will always fight. Yes, he can be selfish. I mean, hey, if you see that Mengwenya uh, is around you, they're not fighting as much someone as people. Yes, someone has to. Tanaka, you're quiet. <laughs> Do you know what? Eh? <laughs> He's not happy. Though, no, no, no. It's not. It's not me being unhappy. I think um, I agree with everything you guys have said. Bafana, Bafana are what they are. Like there was no doubts in my mind personally about the performance. Mm. I always thought they would play well, mm -hmm. but this is not a team that scores when it matters or gets a result when they need to. Typically, you know, and and it's just it's history kind of coming back around for them. Um, with Percy Tower, I agree. There was a lot of redemption ball from him, which is to be expected, right? You saw the way he looked back at the penalty spot and you almost got the sense that, yeah, right, this guy has a gripe with the grass. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, he's going to try and make sure something comes out. But two C's was point. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, maybe my question, back to the group, is the penalty or no? I didn't think it was a penalty. Oh, penalty. Oh, okay. You thought it was a penalty? It was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For real? Yeah. 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 No that doubt. was a penalty. No so far, there hasn't been, for me, a VAR call in this tournament that's been wrong. wrong. Um, mm. But onto South African scoring problem, and this is a, yeah. an issue, because we debated this last night with the guys I was with quite a bit. I was saying, the problem with South Africa is, I think in our last nine AFCON matches, we've only scored one, one goal, goal. Mm. when we have scored. Mm. In the last nine matches. Now, keep in mind, we're talking AFCONs going back, because mm. we haven't qualified for every AFCON, mm. or done well enough to play like six matches in an AFCON. It's a long time scoring just one goal. You're going to need more than one goal mm. um, in these matches, even in this group, uh, with what we've seen, to win a match. Know, yeah. mm. To win, I'm saying to pick up three points. So the goal-scoring problem persists. Mm. Yesterday was a goal-scoring problem. Mm. Um, and when we do get it right, one goal won't be enough. Mm. Not, a, not at this mm. AFCON, yeah. where there's yeah. so many surprises. So that's the big problem Bafana Bafana have for me. Yeah. But I think also that's why we've been crying, right, about Lyle Foster. Because when you look into our qualification, he was the man banging in the goals mm -hmm. for South Africa. So now you then ask yourself as to, okay, where are these goals supposed to come from? Outside of Percy. <laughs> exactly. You expect, you expect yeah, Percy to be there, but someone else needs to contribute as well. 100%. But this is... The, so we went into AFCON, I mean, barring Lyle Foster with this problem already. Um, th the performance was there. The question then becomes, Tunisia lost, right? Are you expecting a result via Tunisia or via Namibia? So, 
Mm. Personally, I watched that game. Yeah. I watched it. Namibia And we we spoke about Namibia. Guys, we did. Hot, yeah. They we were did. hot. When mm. you say we have a mammoth task that lies mm. ahead, that's mm. exactly what's happened from both teams. Even if Tunisia lost or not, mm. but I mean that that game, it was com- it was just like our game, very competitive. It's just that Namibia did show up, mm. and the keepers actually showed up, mm. and I was actually mm. quite impressed by Dion Hotto, mm. um, who got player of the uh, man of the match. And guys, Kazapua, who's a reserve goalkeeper for Chipper United, he actually showed up yeah. and actually saved Namibia, you know, in, in, in most cases. So it's going to be really, really tough. I don't know. But so- and I mean, remember we spoke about this, sorry, Mabena, um, when we were saying that probably every other team in our group is looking at Bafana Bafana and saying, I think three we points. can get three points. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Even Namibia. Yes, yeah. and that's what it's looking like. Because, I mean, we've been saying Namibia, their preparation as well, that we can't overlook them and think, oh, it's going to be an easy three points. No, mm. and bearing the fact that all the Namibian players know us very well. Mm. They're, not <laughs> They're not afraid mm. of South Africa. Peter They're Shani. like, ah, Shasha. It's going to be quite interesting one. Do you know what, what the most concerning thing for Bavana Bavana was for me was the fact that at some point it looked like the heads were completely gone. It was, I, I've experienced that feeling playing Sunday league football. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where you're losing and you're like, you know what, bugger this. And, oh, yeah. and you can see it on the pitch as structure and everything just dissolves. And that's technically what happened with um, Bafana Bafana into that second half and, and particularly late into the match when Mali at some point looked like they were having an easy day like a training mm. session at some point and that for me is the biggest concern someone someone um, <coughs> suggested yesterday which you know did Bafana's level drop and we were of the opinion most of the guys I was watching it with but yeah as much as you could say they dropped it's not necessarily um, that they just switched off mm. it's like their souls were snatched mm. and I think the way Mali came out second half mm. you can tell five minutes in which mm. you in trouble here mm. um, then once they started scoring and scored in, within six minutes mm. two goals um, it was like it's game over but it's not us mm. it's them doing it to us mm. and by then they take all your self-belief. Um, we weren't playing the same anymore. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. no patterns anymore. Mm-hmm. And only after they scored the second goal and they calmed down because they've got the two goals to we start to play again. But then mm-hmm. again, they allowed it. Mm-hmm. So I think they were in full control. I think they saw there was no danger. Do you guys, yeah. do you guys think um, from a leadership perspective there's enough in Bafana Bafana? Squad. Yeah. No. Because then you're looking at the team and you're looking at the on-pitch leaders, right? Like Hugo Brosses is what he is, right, from the sideline, which uh, someone observed yesterday I was watching, it was like, why is he, he hasn't stood up once, he's been kind of sat the whole time, not kind of making any, you know how it is at that point, coaches Mm. are kind of on the touchline. But I'm I'm wondering then from a leadership perspective, because you're expecting a couple of people, one or two, to start pulling players up, like, yo, we can still Mm. uh, get a result here. I think for me... Um, you look at Aronza, right? Um, he made brilliant saves in, in that game with Ronald Williams. <laughs> yeah, I love I I know. I know. I know. I know. I Anyway, you guys are terrible. But anyway, anyway, Ronwin Williams, um, you're happy with that? Yeah. Okay, fantastic. (laughs) So I think he made, you know, brilliant saves there. And you must remember the thing with Ronwin is that he just comes from an injury, right? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So for all those plays for me to show up the way that they did was immaccable. So leadership, I don't think we lack it, right? Because... 
No, for me, Ronwin was leading from the back. He did the best that he could, just unfortunately. You know, I, I, I think performance-wise, we've never, um, never questioned Urban and Williams, mm-hmm. never performance-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, even when there was a super sport all those years, yeah. um, the one criticism of Ronan Williams, and this will go to leadership, is he's silent. Goalkeepers usually are like, hey, mark there, mark there, mark there, and they, they perform, they, mm-hmm. they're vocal. And they sort of are the vocal leaders of the team from behind, even if you're not the captain, because mm-hmm. you've got this view that mm-hmm. nobody else has. Mm-hmm. And the only criticism that I've ever heard people have, and I'm talking coaches, goalkeeper coaches, of Ronwin's performance in any regard is how vocal you are. Mm-hmm. And he's a very quiet guy on the field. So that's one thing. Mm-hmm. When we're losing now, we need our space picked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your performance could say so, but now I need you to say, hey, DK, come, let's go. Mm-hmm. And he's quiet. Mm-hmm. Swani, and again, another leader. Mm-hmm. Comes across quiet. Percy, another leader. Mm-hmm. You never see him really like yeah, pump guys up. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, the aspect of leadership um, Tanaka may be talking to where yeah. someone is going to inspire the guys. Yeah. Not through performance. Not through yeah. Perform- yeah, Sometimes you want to grab Yeah, I mean, that's, that's look, <laughs> given what we saw in that second half, I think that's what was lacking. Yeah. Because even I, the coach, now you're saying he was Yeah, just the coach was also very passive. Did you see how frustrated uh-huh. their coach was yeah. first you saw. Yeah. He was up in arms. I, yeah, I just yeah. think everyone was quite passive, and that's ultimately what hurt them. Because in as much as Mali were good, even in that second half, yeah. they weren't impenetrable, right? Like, there was still, you still got the sense that if, if Papana could put it together, right? I think the, the header you're talking about came in the second half from Percy Tower, mm. if I'm not mistaken. Mm. If they could just put it together, right? Which they did in, in, in small moments in, the, in the, that African problem, South African problem of not picking the right pass when you get into yeah, a good position, right? Yeah, 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 like off the wing, particularly off um, uh, who was playing at left back? Uh, Aubrey. Yeah. Aubrey, yeah. Mm-hmm. Particularly of his wing. He was getting so many chances and it's the final ball that was lacking. Mm. So if you have someone in there who still says, let's play on, right? It's, I'm going to make a, a Western example, but a Steven Gerrard, a, a Roy Keane, for example. Mm-hmm. Just to keep everyone kind of in the game, keep everyone engaged. Those minor chances become bigger chances. But you know what my thing is? Um, and Good point. But I, I, was, I don't know if you guys saw the video. Um, Zizi Godwa went to, to the change room. <laughs> right? She went to the change room, spoke to the Bafana Bafana players. And what you would see from, from other leaders, right, that... that that aggression that you speak of. We don't even have it in Zizi. Zizi Naya was, was, was a chilled guy, you know. No, no, you know? no. He's not that person. <laughs> but no, let's, no, he was chilling, just did you, okay, did you guys, wait, did you guys see the Zizi quote thing? No. Um, okay, let me, just, because you have to get what he said. First, no, Mm-mm. after oh. the game. end. <laughs> First and foremost, Chloe, what on earth is he doing in that room? Thank you. Bro, no, Speaking no, I was shocked. To, Thank you. Not I was only, shocked. I mean, not only just, in terms of like, you can come in the room as a minute, I suppose, if really you want to overstep and say, uh, hard luck guys and leave. Mm. Zizi got into tactics. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. When you play this don't, way, no. you know, that's guys. how I like to see the game played. Do I swear. That's how I like to see the game played. I prefer <laughs> that. What was he calling it? Not Tiki Taka. What was he calling it? Yeah, something like short that. Short something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't, don't play the high balls because don't, this yeah, is they, how they we... like the high balls. And you Keep guys, don't worry about it. Double please edit the video. I watched it. It's about two and a half minutes. And in that two and a half minutes, Hugo Bros just stood there in the corner of his it's embarrassing it's embarrassing it's unresponsive at some point he tries to tell a joke about a beer like yes beer. that next time we'll bring uh, yeah, next beer. time we'll drink beer <laughs> and everyone is dead silent he's giving I'm like what on earth I've never seen that happen. Where was that? Yeah, he was there. Yeah, yeah. They went there together. Both of them. I'm no, like, no way. We've all had the we've all had the joy of interviewing the minister. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> when we are all together, all of us, all of us, on one or two occasions. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't say it. Uh, <laughs> don't put it that um, way. 
She's just busy. She's not gonna see this. <laughs> I love he does. Oh, oh, <laughs> send it to him. Okay, don't hold back. Okay, sure. Yeah. So when we all have, we all like look. He says a lot mm-hmm. of nothing. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even our questions are light. Mm. We don't go heavy. Mm. And then we're talking about something that was pretty easy to talk about, which is the Netball World Cup. So if we're punching light at that level, mm. what's he going to say to those sportsmen mm. at that level? Mm. Dude. Mm. And you know what? My thing was, Mapena, to add to that. When he went to the box, did you see him go chat to Abosia Kolisi? No. When the Proteas went to lose, did he go to chat to the Proteas? Yes. He makes the organization because yes. they have structure. So he knows, I hear they do. Honestly, because yeah. it's it's how you want people to treat you. That thing is actually so real. That if you guys take yourself seriously, no one will just walk in and jail. People will be scared to do that. Mm. And that's why he couldn't do that with the Springboks because rugby has structure. Whether you Zizi got or not, you're not just going to walk in and speak to the team. Mm. This is Bafana Bafana. Oh, the boys, the boys. Like, that's exactly. And that's what it came across as. Mm-hmm. Because for me... From what I know and what I've seen, be a documentary and otherwise, you, in that moment, you really want a coach to say his piece, all right? Mm-hmm. Like, given how the game kind of came off at the back end. For him, for Hugo Bross, that is, to play second fiddle to the minister's thoughts and his tactical approach to the game <laughs> and what he was pleased with, for me, is baffling. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw no one respond in terms of the players in the room, and, and it makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen rather a video of Hugo Bross going at the players or having a, a conversation with the players. I think the sentiment was from the both of them. They played well, but, but don't leave it to the minister to come in there and spend four or five minutes of player time talking up what he it's saw tactically and otherwise. Mm. It's not his place. It's not his um, place I don't know if you guys saw the uh, bits with the Hugo Bruce interview uh, with the About and Paper, which I think we even discussed mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. We said uh, Rulani, mm-hmm. um, Mourinho. Mourinho, or God, or Jesus, mm-hmm. or... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, your comments was... Uh, all, which all I was happy But with. When, you, when you see... I think he's on the money. But um, when you see the rest of the comments there, for me, they were, I was like, it raised an eyebrow when I read the rest of the thing, because there's one point where he says, no, listen, I'm 71. Um, this will probably be my last... Um, mm competition and if we don't do well they'll probably fire me I'll be under so much criticism mm. so he's almost already forecasting that in that interview yeah. one uh, two then there's a point where he says um, even in my training sessions um, I let my assistants do the training sessions I mostly just deal with the media that's almost a man that's like giving up on South Africa. To me, it sounded like it. Which, and now there's another side where it's like, these guys are just, you know, ah, the president can come in, the minister can come in and do my tactics for me. I'll just do the press conference later. Yeah, you guys yeah. do your thing. You guys know better, right? And and I think that's the attitude I got. And from what you're telling me, if he's in there saying the things he's saying, and you guys just sitting there in the back like, yeah, you guys know better. Yeah. So my expertise is nothing here. Yeah. I'll just do the press conference. It sounds like a man who's already a bit detached to me. Mm-hmm. And also, when you look at how we do things in South Africa or how what we perceive as the norm, you wouldn't blast, you know, the people that you work for 
mm. while you're still employed, in right? Only after, sure. you know. So, but now that he's actually speaking out, like you're saying, it's like he's given up and he knows that, you know what, let me just say my two cents. Either way, they can let me go, they but it's fine. Want. I'm yeah. going to tell them because it takes a very brave person to actually say that, like to air <laughs> the dirty laundry of For what's sure. happening and, and, and call out coaches mm-hmm. when you're still employed by South Africa. That's why Hugo initially was so refreshing, right? Because he was, spoken. Yeah. He was willing yeah. to say yeah. a lot yeah. that maybe previous managers mm-hmm. wouldn't have said. For me, my concern is this, and you're right because, oh, he was right to say they'll probably have to fire him because public, public opinion would have turned. It's already turned which for me is baffling, right? Like, after that game, a lot of people were already calling for Herb Renard to be appointed, um, almost criticizing Hugo Bross for... He said he wouldn't take it, there's not enough money. Uh, um, almost Ooh. criticizing Herb Renard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He said, he said they offered him a contract and it was a joke thing. Anyway, so for me, the things that made him so affable initially, right, which was how open he was, is now some of the criticism he gets, like, ah, he talks too much. You know, that kind of thing, when public opinion turns. But the point I want to make is, I believe genuinely, until South Africans can get on board with the fact that the Bafana Bafana project is a long-term project, yes. there will never be success uh, because they expect anyone uh, to walk into the room and automatically deliver results, mm-hmm. which is not going to happen with a team that's been as broken for as long as this team has structurally and otherwise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you give Hugo Bross this tournament, you give him the World Cup qualification, you give him another five years after that to really settle in. I know that's not kosher. But that's the nature of this project. Mm. You're going to fire Hugo, go to someone else who's going to walk in and expect immediate results. And it's very likely that's not going to be the case. Mm. It's also very likely you're not going to go for the top guys in any case. Mm. So, But you also have stuck. to work with him. Um, no one's working with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes to Paris games to go watch Paris players mm-hmm. and assess them. Um, and he can't get into the Paris Stadium. <laughs> but, yeah. but it's a national team coach. And mm. now if he doesn't select Paris players, we're all going to be like, ah, oh, I didn't want to do. You know what I mean? Mm. Everyone's going to be up in arms. Um, he sends a letter to all the PSL coaches Insane. to meet mm-hmm. and plan for the AFCON. This is a while. No one shows up. In mm-hmm. fact, the league doesn't even pass the letter on mm-hmm. to the coaches. No one comes back to him. So no one's working with him. Mm-hmm. He's on his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, the league and Safa don't even work together. Mm-hmm. These guys close today. We travel tomorrow. Or we travel within four it's days crazy. after that. Yeah. Um, so how do you fix that? You need to be very yeah. sober in assessment of this team. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. All of these things are, are, are not there for people to see, right? Or maybe sure. it's there, but people aren't really consuming that side of the narrative. So all they see is a dude in there who's, who's failing to get a result in a, in a one-off game. And for me, that, that's crazy. I, I, I still think he's probably the best man for the job. You know, to be honest, Nat, to, it's probably like we silently agree with Hugo because right. on, on Twitter, um, you know how South Africans are black Twitter. A lot of, especially after yesterday's results, will be saying, ah, Hugo Pross out, Hugo. You didn't see that. Because I think we've seen the efforts of Hugo. We know what's going on. Depends where and you look, DK. What do you mean? It depends where you look. Some people have been waiting some, for Yeah, this. some people have been some, waiting. Yeah, I saw quite a bit of... Oh, get that money. Positive people. People, have <laughs> people, have said, people have always said he talks too much. Yeah, um, that's, that's, yeah, they say And now they're waiting yeah. for the And then you talk block. too much. Once you slip a little bit, then they're like, yeah, that, that, that guy. <laughs> Even honest. Robert, for example, I, I mentioned Herb Renard because our uh, mouthpiece for South African sport, it's particularly Robert. football, <laughs> um, Mr. Marawa, he posted immediately a pic of Herb Renard. Right, yeah, he didn't give any context to it, but uh, we know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying he didn't give any context. <laughs> no, you can only assume what he's saying. No, we know what he's saying. He's doing the part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, say, what do you say? What do you like? <laughs> no, I'm not saying anything. I'm just, I'm yeah, yeah. Uh, like that's nasty, bro. That's not and one first game. Yeah, no, this no, is no, what no, I'm no, saying, no. though. But you know, to, to add to what you guys are saying as well, I remember I had a chat with Percy Tao, and he said that. 
it's it's interesting how a lot of the South Africans are always, you know, saying, oh, man, Bafana Bafana is not that great. Oh, my goodness. But we don't look into the changes that they've had. And he was like, you change coaches, we must adapt to this coach. And then you'll fire them. And then the same thing happens over and over And then we must adapt to all of that. And these coaches are using the same starting 11. Exactly. They don't. And they don't have the same philosophy as well. Mm -hmm. So that takes a lot of adapting. If you have to change bosses almost as quite frequent as Bafana Bafana has, you would also have the same struggle. So I think sometimes um, we don't want to use logic. We we just want to be emotional about the game. And 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 that's what I think, What I remember when I we was speaking to Klompo Kikana and he was mm. saying that we'll always see football differently because my perspective will be my perspective. You will see it your way. But at the end of the day, everybody has their own perspective. Sober up, guys. My, that's my, that's my, sober message. Up. Uh, I mean, my issue <laughs> is, as right. soon as, especially if it's a foreigner, and he's white. Mm. As soon as he says the truth about what's wrong with us, first thing, he must go, why did he take the job? Why did he say this about Hugo when he first got here? Why did he take the job if he knew these were the problems? These are the problems he's trying to fix. He took the job because he thought he could fix these problems. And as long as they persist, he's going to speak about them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So now when you say, no, but why did you take, you took the job for the money because you knew the problems were there. Are you saying you must get paid and leave the problems? Sounds like our government, doesn't it? Mm. Like, where we've got, we know we've got problems, but like, we get the impression they're doing nothing about it to fix yeah. the problems. Yeah. Mm. So we're used to that now as South Africans. Is that what we want? Yeah. So DK, just take the job. Just shut up, though. Yeah. yeah. Get your check and keep quiet. And, and you know, until we can address that, even if uh, everybody's savior in chief, Pizzo Muzimani, comes and takes the job, nothing will change. There is no saying that he can come into his team and change the result because when we talk about Hugo Bross and some of the other managers who've, who've coached Bafana Bafana before, it's not a, prob- a problem of them being inept or incapable of putting together tactics mm-hmm. or, or formation mm-hmm. or, or, or run. It's the problem is that they're again, Caesar, it's everything you alluded to. So until we can address those things, we, this revolving door of managers will continue. Mm-hmm. Percy's concerns will continue. Mm-hmm. We'll have Percy Tao in one time under a new manager not. We'll have a manager who comes in and says, I want to play young players. Mm-hmm. Some other managers like, dead all of that. Let's go fetch these 35-year-old players in the GSTV Premiership. And until we can fix all of that, we, we, we're only moving like this. So, so this is why I, I believe in the team. I think they play yeah. exceptionally well. I think for me, I never really thought they are going to win the whole thing. I thought a round of 16 would be a good crack for them. So, so my my thing was, and you can quickly jump on. It's a sh- short point. No. <laughs> so, you know, when I mentioned the Zizi thing, was for me, um, when we then questioned Bafana Bafana leadership, it's not only them that we need to question their leadership. It's the entire structure yeah, for me. The football so, fraternity, exactly. Well. Football South Africa. Mm. That that's the whole thing that we need to look into. As much as we're saying yes, we want them loud in the field of play, but who is as loud? in the boardroom who is backing them correctly to say okay we've put everything in place for you guys guys just go show up so I think for me um, that's that you, I mean you've seen Ronwin as well you've seen Ashika uh, uh, Ashika as much as yes he's silent but the way he makes Mamelodi Sundowns dance mm. that, that's a special thing that he does and that's how he leads so I think for me it, it just needs to balance balance it out from the boardroom and to the field of play. It will show. You can't fix it in one tournament. Yeah, you can't. Uh, that's another thing. Mm. Uh, Shika's now, what, mid-30s? Yeah. Um, Ronan is 30s now. Mm. He came in as a teenager. As the youngest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so all their careers, th- these have been problems. Yeah. In the national team. Mm. And now we've got Hugo Bruce. Okay, fine. We finally qualify. Finally qualify. Again, that's not like we're qualifying for every tournament mm. that you go into. Mm. And now that we finally qualified, we want everything to be fixed now. Mm. We're not being realistic. Um, mm. we got to qu- and what was told us is our first Afcon, we won it. 
So we yeah. think you can fix it in just one F court. No, sometimes it takes two, three. Mm. Senegal was there, thereabouts for a long time before they were crown champions, but they were there, thereabouts, mm. you know? So you got to build towards it rather than just think, oh, new coach, ah, no, we're going to win this thing now. It doesn't happen like that. And you know what the sad thing is? I was actually shocked when I was looking at our history and where we finished in the AFCON, right? It's just that, you know, we're going through so much One, as South two, Africans. Three, yes. Four, yes. Um, and then, um, yeah. okay, then we went through a phase there, 11, 15, 16, and mm. then it's three quarter final. It's just like, guys, if we can eradicate these problems, not just eliminate, but eradicate, we'd be so far. Mm. We'd be what, so what, what, far. What, what hurts is you see the, the like, first FCON, you first. First, yes. Next FCON, you second. second. Mm. Then you third. Third, yes. Then you fourth. Mm. Then you don't get out of the, then you, what, quarterfinalists? Quarterfinalists. Then yeah. you're not getting out of the group, then you're not qualifying. Mm -hmm. So it's been slowly getting but, worse and worse yeah, and worse. Yeah, and then it got worse and then it got better, but it's just like... Inconsistent now. So anyone's mm. now. Um, what's interesting though is now, Namibia won. We play Namibia next. Mm. If Namibia beat us, they're on six points, they're gone, they're out the group. Mm. If um, Mali beats Tunisia, they're on six points, they're gone, they're out the group. Mm. Maybe we might qualify as the best third place team, but we need more than just a one win, I would think. So let mm. me tell you, I was actually looking at the groups, because then I think, I get it, it's, um, so it will be guaranteed 12 that moves through the um, last 16. Then there's four best third so, spots. Yes, yes, mm. yes, yes, yes. I looked so far at the moment, Guys, we're still not part of that because mm. the other groups are so open and so competitive mm. that they haven't conceded. That second goal hurt us. Mm. Um, so it really is going to be... T and the thing is, there's so much. Four, four places. And then we're going to miss out. We can't, yeah. we can't. We can't. We've got to get in there as the best third place. We can't. One we need to thrash best. someone. We honestly need to thrash. <laughs> 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 Everyone's saying. Everyone's saying. Where is the going to find say, four goals Man. in one game? They will find them. Zakele Lepasa will find them. Pesita will find them. Shika will also score just one just for comfort. So I think we'll find them. And my thing, I like what you're saying, Prizy. Because remember when... Um, Springboks lost. We didn't go into a big hoo-ha. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, we're done with this box. Oh, no, 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 no. There was still a bit of hope. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Argentina. Bit of hope. Don't come at me <laughs> about that Argentina. Those, those, that's the one I'm not going to say world. anything about it. Don't come at me. You made a team with the number one player of all time. Yeah. A team with that point were the top two, three teams in the world at that time. Spain team who had probably the best d d midfield of all time. Oh, but we have a hard Well, Argentina well. lost their first game. It's the same thing. It's Argentina with Messi. Yeah, but they lost against the Saudi. We were just like, ah, how do you lose against Saudi, Marali, Argentina? With Messi there, questionable. But anyway, all of that to say that um, I'm for backing Bafana Bafana mm. and, until no, it's not them. over until the fat lady sings, mm -hmm. right? So we'll continue to back them. And yes, we'll criticize them. But I think our support needs to be as loud as much as the criticism is. Also, guys, for That's Namibia, fair. which is our next game, mm. Mm. right? Up front, Peter these are people that we know. Let's try neutralize those two. Just kick them. Let, let's <laughs> let's just try and neutralize <laughs> those two. I'm not saying that should be the main strategy for the game. But uh, we know those two players. We know how they play. They're based in our country. They play for PSL. So come on, guys. And, and I like that. And, and the keeper. You're, you're giving a lot of ZZ Quadro energy right now. <laughs> <laughs> you need to watch the keeper. <laughs> guys, <laughs> come on. I'm going to get DK on a plane. 
and go chill with ZZ now. You know what I mean? <laughs> guys, wait, give me, uh, before we wrap this topic, on a lighter note, so I saw videos of Percy greeting um, other players from other countries, and even before the game, right, mm-hmm. when both teams were in line, Percy was busy chatting, hugging, and it reminded me, you know, when you go to a party with someone who's famous, and then you there, like just waiting for them to finish their conversation. Everyone is so serious, like. Get back. <laughs> I want to stay with Fcon quickly and uh, just go a bit left here. Um, our good friend. Um, and um, one of the best goalkeepers in the world, um, maybe the best in the continent, is a bit um, pissed off right now, it would seem. Andre Onana. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, took a jet. Oh, jeez, yeah. From, oh, yeah, geez. yeah, from because mm-hmm. he played the Tottenham game. Mm-hmm. And um, so I arrived game day for Cameroon, mm-hmm. but now I couldn't land in the city where... They were playing. They were playing, mm. so I had to go back to Abidjan to drive. Yeah, weather issues. To drive there. Now they're playing. It's match day. Arrives, mm. and they're like, nah, sorry, the second keeper's going to play. Mm. Threw his toys out the court. I saw pictures of him and uh, Juve from Senegal, mm. the uh, great, who played for Liverpool back in the day. And they're calming him down, and he's all upset. Do what you know, but oh, then why did I take a private jet? And I'm like, dude, you arrived day of, mm-hmm. hours before. Mm-hmm. And you want to disrespect the team that's been here three no. days, four days already, and get you and just play. And you played last night, and then you got on a plane mm-hmm. and flew here and still drove 150 kilometers or whatever the distance is. Yeah. And it wasn't, it's no short distance mm. from Abidjan to the city. And for him to be upset and to be kicking up the fuss in the manner which he is, Childish. I'm like, for a senior player Childish. who's going through a rubbish time in England right now, mm. um, let's face it, since the start of the season, he's going through. T- terrible time mm-hmm. um, and still get there and kick up a fuss it's for me you're lucky they're not sending you home again they sent him home in Qatar and mm-hmm. with what he's doing now I he's lucky they're not sending him home mm-hmm. again yeah no but he's he's, he's dramatic man I, I don't understand how um, he behaves this way you'd think that after Qatar he would have just okay let me just humble myself a little bit you know let me not throw my toys if I am let it not go out there because it's just come on bruh you Correct word. He is being childish. So uh, I'm. I love Onana. I really do. But his behavior. Oh my goodness. That is just. And, annoying. and I was joking when I was saying one of the best keepers in the world and the mm, best on the continent. I was just being. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he has the award to show. I like Onana before United. Yeah. He's really on paper. Before United, he was great. Just to, to clarify. This goalkeeper who was kicking his toys is a goalkeeper who conceded and broke a record in um, the Champions League for Manchester United. Fifteen goals. Um, in six games for Manchester United, which is unheard of. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's currently conceded 29 goals in the Premier League, despite, for some reason, it, it's crazy, he's still in the top five, I think, for clean sheets. Yeah. Despite mm-hmm. the buckets of goals he's conceded, and in comparison to the top sides, right? Mm-hmm. If we're comparing to bottom, then, you know, it's all right. Um, I am, I'm not a big fan of his. I don't see what he does well, particularly for United, right? Um, I think maybe the season before he was in a really good moment. These mm-hmm. things happen, right? Like purple patch kind of performance. It's similar to what happened with MBE Rashford. Um, so for me, my whole concern was, firstly, how is Samuel Eto'o allowing that, right? For him to say, I'm not going to leave when everybody else is leaving so I can play in this non-stakes Tottenham game for United, you know, which is not like they're anywhere near the top of the table. Um, granted, maybe chasing top four or something like that. Mm-hmm. But to do that and then still think you're going to travel on the same day, I was more surprised 
at the stru- the leadership structure of the team. Like Allow Samuel Eto, the coaches who were like, yeah, this makes sense. Why would you? I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. No, no other players done that. Mm. Sadio Mane is there. Mo Salah, who's top of the log with Egypt, left on time mm. to be with his teammates. Um, this is the only dude who decided I'm going to stay around to play this Tottenham game and, and then Bahoko Crook get there and, and expect to be in the squad. Insanity. For me, he's a man who's under pressure. Insanity. Who's under sure. so much pressure at United. He's trying to score as many points as he can. Oh, look, he's still until the very last game. Mm. <laughs> and like, he's trying to score points with the United faithful. Mm. Um, and it bombed because in that Tottenham game, he conceded a funny goal. Two goals. So, yeah. <laughs> More so, you know what I mean? So it didn't work out. Um, and then there's a sense of entitlement you have with Cameroon, yeah. where you're acting larger than life. You're not. Mm, mm, Maybe that mm. it's a, it goes to show how he's treated them. Like, if you are the favourite, yeah. then, mm. of course, you're going to throw your toys, but he won't throw his toys go Man United. But, TK, in, at the World Cup, he did the same thing to Rigobar Song, same coach, who sent him home. Ooh, hey, man, you're just causing too much problems here. Yeah, I kind of... I don't like this coaching, man. Um, what, what's this thing of playing from the back? I'm like, who are you, Onana? Oh, my goodness. So, Hi, bro. Yeah, yeah no. there's, there's a lot of pushback from fans as well. Um, that's what I've been reading and, and seeing on Twitter um, with this whole situation, fans of, uh, I suppose, Cameroonians, um, about this whole situation with Onana, which we also must remember. Played at Ajax, and when he was at Ajax, wasn't one of the outstanding keepers in the world, right? Um, and then, in a of course, good team. yeah, in, a, in what was a good team that mm. probably overperformed. And then he had the, the one very good season last. So we're not looking at a goalkeeper who's going to win a tournament for anybody. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We're looking at a, a very capable player, but definitely throwing his toys around when there aren't any toys that he should be playing with in the first place. Mm. So um, I guess we'll see what happens going forward. I'll be very surprised if Samuel Eto doesn't say anything mm. because Samuel Eto has been. The voice, right, of <laughs> of soberness on the continent. Like, <laughs> yo, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. So this situation for me is baffling. But I guess we'll see, see if your guy gets in. Well, you still tuned in on to Vision View Sports Show with the full gang and uh, interesting conversations we've had so far. But guys, before we actually wrap up the football conversation, right, mm-hmm. um, I actually went through the best FIFA football awards list. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, um, you know, Messi beat... Haaland and Mbappe again for the best FIFA men's player. Um, Pep getting the, is it the best um, FIFA men's coach? Mm. So those were just some of the, the highlights. But I then went through the best FIFA uh, men's 11. World Eleven, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I just want your opinion if there are any omissions that you feel, <laughs> you know, or um, if you feel maybe someone doesn't deserve to be on the Men's World Eleven. World, world. He's looking at me world. so smug. Right? <laughs> so he's waiting for you. He's waiting for So let me read you. Let me read you the list, right? So goalkeeper Tibal Kota. Um, defenders, we have Ruben Diaz, mm. John Stones, Kyle Walker. On right back, yeah? right? Yeah. Okay. And then midfielders. So Kyle Walker is the best right back in the world last year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then um, midfielders, we have Jude Burlingham. Yeah. Um, Kevin De Bruyne. Mm. Um, Bernardo Silva. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And then forwards: Erling Haaland, Vinicius Junior, Kylian Mbappe, and Lionel Messi. Are you happy? They played a Bafana three three four. Are you are you are you happy with this men's? Um, you know what? Yeah, um, I'd have to say it's all right. <laughs> you just like not happy with the, one I'd mission. I like to discuss the right back position. <laughs> okay. No, but remember, I look. Firstly, let's 
be honest, football awards mean absolutely nothing. Um, are we there? No, he's there when his players are not there. No, 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 I'm there all the time. I'm there all the time. I'm absolutely there all the time. But uh, these goalposts continue, continuously shift. Um, they won the Champions League. You know, you start scratching yourself like you're embarrassed <laughs> about something. And I'm not embarrassed about No, no, no. Oh, I know what you, guys want to, what you guys want to get me to do. Is, is, is Trent the best right back in the world? Absolutely. Did Kyle Walker have a played in a better team last season that won the Champions better League and team. won the league and, wow. no, and tripled last season. Position. Yeah, yeah. Win. No, 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 no. Um, this is a team sport, so it matters what you win. Um, Kyle Walker won absolutely everything with Man City. Not being the best player on that team, but being an integral part of it. Uh, I'm pretty sure Pep Guardiola would admit that Trent is, is, is much better suited to how he plays. Please. Um, Nigga. Please. Trent is much better suited to, to world football in general. He is the, he is the, he is the right back for, for now and for the future. Kyle Walker. I think you're feeling hot. The breed of Kyle Walker's uh, generation. I'm trying to like. There is no. What's going on with this man? I can't can't keep saying this. You know, you know, I like this argument. This this point right now Uh is because when we had this debate a month or two ago. Yeah, we didn't have these awards, right? I actually (laughs) said Kyle Walker. That that was my one example of the one guy. No, the one guy that's better than uh, Trent in the right back position. No near him. (laughs) Look, when when history is said and done. Trent will go on a Mount Rushmore of, of right-backs, right? With, with some of the greats, Roberto Carlos and all of them. What? This dude who just won this award will be... A, a, he played in a good Man City squad and won a bunch of trophies. There's a very different level to what we're dealing with here. What? What did you smoke today? <laughs> wow. There's no way that I, makes I sense. If, 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 if Kyle Walker was anywhere average, anywhere near average, he wouldn't make that City squad. Mm. No one Pep, Pep has in the past... Yes. Talented players mm-hmm. that just aren't at the rate that he wants. Mm-hmm. As others see as world class, he lets them go. Yeah. Pep won't hold on to you for the sake and, of holding on. Doesn't I, matter who you are. And what's also true, Seasway, is that sometimes systems make it man, you know? Um, I think Kyle Walker's versatile enough to play in the three, which he has for Pep before, and can also play on the right side. And what do you make of the fact that he doesn't make England and Kyle Walker makes England in that Ooh. position? Yeah, I think it's Trent. delusion. I think it's delusion, delusion because everybody is pushing a narrative that Trent is a terrible defender. Yet he the, the is. stats he's not don't a add up. He's had he's had glaring moments where he hasn't come out trumps against some of the world's best, which happens. Trent is no. not he's not completely inept. Where you, you put him in no, there, you think he doesn't win a duel. Inept. We just so think he's not the, the best. Defensive stats. I don't think Trent will be outside of the top twenty players in the in the Premier League um, for his defensive contributions. But no, Tanaka, we've always said the thing with Trent, he's exciting going forward. We love it. You know, when, when he when, yeah, when he attacks. They, but that's you great. See, but, we love that but from then, him. That's my question is you guys always say there's two facets to it, yet you always lean towards the one when we have this conversation. You always talk to me about defense because Kyle Walker can't hold Trent's boots when it comes to <laughs> defensive con- play. No, but he Ka- contributes No right back in the league can come close no. to Trent Arnold Listen, when it comes to what he does offensively. <laughs> Trent Arnold <laughs> has the highest assist contributions from right back in Premier League history. He's not on the Kyle list, Walker though. hasn't even trumped up with 15 other right backs in the league anywhere near what Trent has done. So for us to sit here oh, and say nice. it's two faceted, but then only talk about defense is baffling. No, the thing is, Kyle Walker, Kyle Walker still does contribute offensively. Oh, yes, where's the no, numbers? No, no, listen, where's the numbers? Listen, listen. He may not get the same high number of assists 
No, but he still contributes offensively. That, that's then, a fact. Then the same can be said that's about Trent. He contributes listen, defensively. Listen, <laughs> but no. the fact is, and this is why he's making England, and uh, has made England for uh, maybe 10 years now. And England have won nothing, so it means nothing. And yet Trent is still not in an England squad. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's no, coming he's now. No, he's in the FIFA He's coming squad. now. He's coming now. He's coming back now. <laughs> as, as, a, as a right now. back or a, lift, uh, a midfielder. <laughs> now, Because even, even in Liverpool, they don't play him as a right back. They don't play him as a right back anymore. Okay, wait. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, one more question. Does this mean that Manchester no. City is the best team in the world considering that there's six players in this world oh, yes. 11? Last season, yes. Definitely. This Last season, season, I'm not yeah. so sure. Okay. Uh, this season's too early. Huh? Who would you give it to this season? Best team in the world. We're yeah. still in the middle Madrid. of the season. I'm giving it to yeah, Madrid. 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 When you say best team, we're just looking at Last season. depth, right? Like who the players are on the team. Mm-hmm. No, it's playing the best football. Oh, who's playing the best football? Who's getting the best yes, football? Right, right now. That's right now, this season. Aston uh, Villa the best Villa. team in the world. Aston Villa. I, I go with Madrid on this one. Do you have a problem with uh, Messi getting the play of the... No. I have no problem at all. The biggest criticism with Messi was always, ah, the man don't do anything with Argentina. The man lost, yeah, goes, says, okay, I'll give you the Copa, I'll give you the World Cup, shut us up. So no, definitely so, no problem at all. I have, I have no issues. I, I'll, I, forever I, have you said. I'll forever have an issue. Why? The same issue I had with the... Um... The trend not being in the team, huh? No. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no she's, she's for us. The same issue I had with Ballon d'Or. So I, and I'm not going to, you know, relive that argument. What do you mean? We, we, we in no, the... we looked at stats. We looked at everything. <laughs> yeah, came so over. Page one. Yeah, pages on dockets and files. And but but you know what? Um, I'm forgetting who this guy. He said it so well. Um, just after the awards, he was like, you know, you look at City, yeah? Um, out of nine, ten games when Haaland was, was injured, how many games did City lose? Just one. So that shows that City can function. Without Erling Haaland. No, of course. There's no full like full reliance on him. They're yeah. a great team. Mm-hmm. But he's also great. No, but you he see that thing with Messi. Season. You can see I, Messi carries. And he has the I, numbers. Yeah, the numbers and the stats. The provision prove. was there, dog. Nah, guy. Who messes this because who messes? Did you guys see uh, De Bruyne's comeback the other day? Oh, my goodness. Uh, the, oh, you know, that, that's what my, I was like, I was like, yeah, this is the most important player. In this yes, oh, yes, he is. This is the no, most no, definitely. Oh, he is. Brilliant. This he is, is the most important. It's not Haaland. This is the most yes. important because he makes Haaland shine mm. for sure. And without Haaland, mm. yeah, it makes everyone makes the team. You better. put it well. Mm. Yeah. Important player in this, in this squad. team. Yeah, yeah. 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 Michael made a point, which I, you know, my position is that no sport is getting worse, right? Like, I don't believe. You could plug in a lot of players who played in the 90s and have them play now and they would be as good today. But Michael Owen's point was that um, football now is less technical and more just about, like, if you can run and have a good gas tank, you give yourself a chance, right? I think he was talking specifically to the Premier League. But I also think what's true about this whole argument, Haaland v Messi, it kind of falls right in the middle of that as well, except Messi is an outlier and has managed to do both, right? Mm. But it's no longer about... Like being technical, not about who scores the most goals, you know. And for me, that's concerning. That's I, why I don't I, listen I, I or care about these awards. Yeah, but that's what it's become. I, I think. I think it's I, become a race for goals. What? That's why we. Oh, you no mean defender. how we judge you? Yeah, and how the, no, and how no, the no, game no, is judged. I agree. That's why but no my, defender will crack it. No midfielder will crack it anymore. Is, how did it done when World Player of the Year scoring eight goals in the season? Kaka. We were just saying this guy's dope. This guy's dope. Yeah. Yeah, that was that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no one cared about goals. Mm. We're just saying who's the dopest, like who's the f- most fun guy to watch. Mm. Um, exactly. 
And that's why Henry never won the World Player of the Year. That's why Eto never won the World Player. Because I was scoring crazy goals. Yeah. Uh, that's why Lewandowski's never won World Player of the Year. Um, there was this guy, Oliver Bierhoff, was it? In Germany. 50 goals a season or something. No one cared. Because mm-hmm. he was terrible to watch, but he scored. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But watching him was like a, a yawn, but he scored. Yeah. Uh, but no one cared. It was like, who makes us switch on the television. For sure. And the thing is, we're spoiled by Messi and um, and Ronaldo, Ronaldo, where these guys are fun to watch. Yeah. And their stats are incredibly yeah. stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they did it for 10 years. Mm-hmm. It was like a two-year thing, a three-year thing. So it became the norm where we were judging you on that because that's how we would separate them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, how do you separate Messi? Uh, who scored the most? Most, yes, 100%. Do you know and, what I mean? Yeah. And to add on that, when you look into um, the Ballon d'Or, right, the, their history and how they started all out, it was never about goals. It was about the most influential player, mm. you know, the leadership that they brought, the skillfulness that they showed. So it, in the past, definitely, <laughs> that was about you, a whole player, a complete player, whereas now we just want to see yeah. the goals. And also remember, I think Rulani Mukwena once said this, is that, you know, sometimes we don't watch the game. We just go and, and watch the highlights, highlights. And, and then we see the scores and then we're like, oh, okay, this must be the best player. But they, there's more to the, the game. Reality. That's why that people just, say Zwan mm. is the most important player at Sundowns, yes. not suddenly they're scoring crazy goals. Yeah. 100%. Like if, you know, if, if all is said and done, Erling Haaland will score a million goals, that's for sure, right? Like the guy scored a bunch of goals. Mm. But it will be more egregious the fact that De Bruyne will retire without a Ballon d'Or versus however many goals Erling Haaland scores in his that career. And I'm forecasting this guy's like 22 years old so he's going to score a lot of goals and he'll probably win Ballon d'Ors in the future Erling Haaland. No, the thing is let's, let's, be, let's be honest Haaland doesn't score outside of the box doesn't score with anything more than three touches usually it's one touch or two touches mm-hmm. so he's just a finisher yeah. he's a hell of a finisher mm. but we're talking player here an all round play an mm. influence in the team yeah. And yeah, that's why De Bruyne is just so much better. Yeah, mm. De So, so when I said this, when Susan Mabena wasn't here, when we were chilling in our first set, remember I was like, I'm hurt by Kevin not ever being on the list. How yeah, yeah. Erlen now is jumping Kevin? It makes no Jude sense Bellingham to me. He's gonna get a Ballon d'Or before. Kevin. But have you seen him play? Have you seen Jude? No, I love Jude, but, but I like you know. No, 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 no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm not suggesting that you could get also, there. Real Madrid is a marketing. It's the marketing model. That's why I say these awards don't matter because no. at the end of the day, there's a lot of marketing that goes behind these things, right? Like, no, I'm just talking play here. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I agree. Jude Bellingham is not a slouch, right? Mm, but, he's a player, but he's going to win um, a Ballon d'Or very soon. Oh, I see what you're saying. Off the basis of what Kevin De Bruyne has been doing for five seasons. Mm. Because one plays at Real Madrid and one is at a Man City mm. squad and yeah. isn't scoring all the goals. That's mm. that's what matters. Um, so cricket, are you guys familiar? Okay, firstly, we're all familiar with what's happening at the moment um, in Gaza. It's right? a cricket, yeah? I want to go there. Did you want to, sorry? There's one more soccer story. You just oh, snap, sorry. Okay. And well. then we'll, we'll, we'll save the, the best. Because <laughs> I, I really like that chat. Yeah. And it's an interesting one. It's a touch and go one though. It really is. This, this is the stuff that gets you cancelled. Mess up and say the wrong thing and we're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, this one, we have to. <laughs> okay, what's the last soccer one? Um, remember, we've been discussing um, PSL teams, and Chloe made this point uh, last week um, when we were talking swallows and how PSL teams get cash strapped mm. middle of the season, how often it happens, and mm. something needs to be done. Yeah. We don't know what she was saying, but mm. something needs to be done. Mm. And none of us could suggest. Solutions. what could be done yeah. or finding solutions but um, I found this interesting yeah. the Premier League has charged Nottingham Forest and Everton with, break, with breaching financial rules uh, the clubs are facing points deductions um, charged by the Premier League with breaching profit and sustainability rules mm. so if you're not showing profit 
and that you can be sustainable already you get dark points mm. everything this season have already been dark points mm. 10 mm. 10 points earlier this season mm. yeah so they're saying they're saying look as soon as your books don't look right never mind your results and and you haven't paid players mm. yeah, 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 everything yeah, yeah, yeah. players aren't complaining about being paid mm. yeah but the books jay someone is looking at the books and saying Mm-mm, your book, your numbers are ending up. Yeah. Mm. Um, already, let's start to work you out of the league. Ten points, ten points, ten points. I mean, they've already lost ten points. Mm. Everton, they're looking at losing more points in the same season, mm. which means the league is working you out of the league. Mm. Oh, I and love maybe it. that's something we should do in South Africa. Where someone is looking at the books of the club yeah. and balancing that. Mm. Never mind. So mm. before we get to a point where Tanaka hasn't been paid or got mm. paid half. Something is already being done. So you're forecasting it and dealing with it to a point where we're not getting to a point where guys aren't showing up for matches, which mm. is already happening in South Africa where we don't know when the league opens if mm. Solos is going to matches. Yeah. Now, there's been another club, mm-hmm. uh, but now in uh, the uh, first division, Barroca. Mm-hmm. They paid their guys half in December, half their salaries, and said at the end, so on the 25th, you get half your salary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, we got half. They're like, no, by the 30th or the 31st, We'll pay you, and it didn't come. Oh, my goodness. Um, And they blamed it on results. What? No. (laughs) (laughs) So they're like, ah, but the results now, so you guys need a pet. You know what I mean? So if you're losing now, we don't pay you money? Bruh. So we've got these problems, and I'm saying if you can look at clubs, books, and this is the issue, we don't know how many... How much players cost in this country? Mm. We don't know um, what the transfer fees are. We don't know what the books look like. We don't know what the profit margins are for the clubs per season. We already find this out about all the clubs mm. in uh, first world countries, right? In Europe. Someone must be looking into the books to be able to forecast we're going to have problems, yeah? Yeah. Because these guys out. Yes. Before, guys aren't showing up for and matches and it looks stupid. Mm. Mm. You know, the, the only difference is, and people have suggested this in the past before, um, but financially, the way the structure is in Europe is very different to here. So, you are the books are your commercial revenue as a club mm. versus what your owner is worth. You get mm-hmm. me? So, like, for example, Newcastle United have the richest owners, they don't automatically become the richest team. So, if you've been reading the headlines as well, sees Newcastle are probably going to have to offload so, one or two yes, of their big players the books mm-hmm. must add up. to balance the books, yeah, because commercially they're not making in what they're paying in terms of um, salaries and uh, even what they paid in terms of transfer fees. Mm. So, despite having the richest owner, they're not the richest team. Yes. Um, Real Madrid, Manchester United, Arsenal, Liverpool will all be in a better position financially than the richest owner. In the, and, and I suppose, coming back to SA, yeah, a team is what its owner is worth. Mm-hmm. So, Royal AM are it. as rich as Mamakise uh, is mm-hmm. and is willing to put money into that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The moment you say balance the books, we're probably relegating like half of the league. Yeah, we don't have financial Barring, like, three teams. Yeah. <laughs> because, we yeah. also don't have financial yeah, fair play. Yeah, we can't mm. because at the end of the day, if you try to say financial fair play and balance the books, who can balance them? Who can say commercially this is what we're making? Every owner we know is, is taking money out of pocket uh, to make these teams viable and make them work. So yeah. the moment you start saying, oh, you're not making enough money commercially, we're probably doing Everybody's bonding be because they're corrupt. not making any sales, yeah. um, ticket sales. Um, they're not selling any merch. Mm. So everyone already, just those two things, which are two crazy money-making schemes in, mm. in any like franchise. Ronaldo moved to, was it United? And made Dog. the money in oh shirt sales. Same thing when uh, Beckham moved to Real Madrid. Mm. Um, within a month or something, they made the, the money back in shirt sales. Yeah. They paid United, so... So, so I guess to, to add to that as well, that means we, we need 
the big players as much as yes we we need the the money from um the gatekeepings but i think as well when you have a star and you say yes i need to own a percy dow jersey yeah, yeah. you need to get yes yeah. you need you to get a lot do. of people to, to buy into that because my, my next question was gonna be who in sa would sell the most shirts running but you gotta market them where do you see us running poster anyway where do you see us running billboards? You don't really see people wear like player names anymore in South Africa. When no. I see them, yeah, they just wear the kids. Mm, they just wear like the, the Sundowns yes. kids. We don't. But the thing mm. is, honestly, guys, where do you see us running billboard? Dude, and it breaks my heart because these are our best player. That okay? Yeah. Okay. Yes, but I'm just saying other players. I'm saying per club. I'm saying per club. The idea. The idea is, um, uh, how do I put this now? Um, best player at Everton. Mm-hmm. I'm sure for Everton fans, he's marketed somewhere and they make noise about mm. it. Do you understand what I'm saying? And Everton is a lowly club. Yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah. amongst their fans, they've got their guy. Mm. You know mm-hmm. where he sells most shirts. When Arteta was there, he was moving shirts like it was crazy. Mm. When Steven Pino was there, he was moving shirts. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, what's going on here? Who are we marketing? Itumelin Kune could actually sell. Yes. He was the he last was guy to sell. Like, yeah, even now, like he's loved, especially... <clears throat> Sorry, even after the curling knockout like yeah. competition, people like literally really that love reignited. Mm. So he's because he was marketed. He yes. really was. And who does that well marketing well in nah, South Africa? <laughs> That's why they have the most followers. True. Mm, on the, on the they, marketing side of they things. They really do do that well. And I was looking at um I was actually doing stationery shopping not so long ago, right? <laughs> I, I, I know. You know I've, I've got siblings, okay? <laughs> so now, when when you talk about marketing, um, you guys, I mean, uh, what I saw interesting, Orlando Pirates and Kaiser Chiefs, what they have is they are players on, on the covers. So, like, whatever cover, whatever team you support. So, on your A4, whatever, you can have a, a CBC, a Koki, a Lepasa, which I think is great. Hmm. And then when I looked into the Mamelody Sundowns, it was just the Mamelody Sundowns logo with no player and I thought mm, I don't like that because you already know who your best player is and he is performing whereas Orlando Paris you can say yes it's There's a big club yes but they don't have the standard, standard guy. guy you're just yeah. putting your guys there so I think um, those things need to be checked out and, and done just a bit better. And and I think also when I look at Mshishi, sometimes I wish he'd gone to play for a Kaiser Chiefs or Orlando Pirates because then he would he get would the be. fame. He would be big. Because right now, as much as he is playing great, he's in arguably the best club, but it's just oh, marketing-wise, it's like, not showing. What do you expect? Like, who's the next level? What do you mean? You, you keep you're saying he's not as big as you think no. he could be. But so I'm saying, no, it's like give me the, an example of who... Got that big Deco. Deco. Yeah, oh, Paris. Like, Deco, no, wait, Deco, Deco Paris. Yeah. yeah. Larger than life. Yeah. Oh, didn't win a thing. Yeah. Didn't win a thing. <laughs> didn't win a thing. Larger than life. McDonald's, <laughs> everybody. Face, face of 2010. Mm. Didn't win a thing. Yeah, then he leaves yes. Paris, goes to, goes to Sundowns, wins everything. Mm. No one cared. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> so the you power that Pirates and Kaiser Chiefs have. It's insane in this country. Do you know what my opinion is with Sundowns now that you've actually said that, especially with like the stationary thing where you're saying it's just the logo? Mm. Um, I think Sundowns have this, um, I don't know, uh, where they, they want to put this united front that mm. you can be great, but we, we push us as a brand, as a team, yeah. and as that. So maybe that's why they don't have that. But mm. with Cheese, it's just like, Oh, I wear now you 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 the favorite you the yes, people's favorites. Let's I push see. you. Let's use you. Do, you know to get the attention. Do you guys know what I miss about Sundowns? Um, there was a point when Sundowns went back to Mamidodi. 
when um, um, uh, the CAF president uh, the Chiefs first took over. Mm-hmm. They went back to the Bafana Bastaidi and back to Pretoria, mm-hmm. back to Mams. Mm-hmm. It made sense. And he had just taken over. There's this marketing drive they had, Yabafana Bastaidi, mm-hmm. where they shot the scenes in Mamilodi and the guys having a play, but they were looking stylish, they were sure. looking. Mm-hmm. And that worked in marketing their players nicely. Mm-hmm. I thought, because then they had their best players at the time in those ads. And they were pushing that. I don't know why they've let that go, mm-hmm. that aspect of their marketing. Mm-hmm. But when they push that, if you say Bafana Bastille and you have, let's say, Ronwen, Shishi, and another hot player, Mokwena, and then you have, just have some funny marketing thing and you do it and you're saying, hey, Bafana Bastille, you know? Mm. Whoever came up with that, they need to go back to that aspect to add it on to whatever they're doing and pushing their team. Yeah, you know what I also I think is true? Like, as much as we say the team's also responsible, which I completely agree, but these players, I think, sometimes also need to just read the room and by the it's it's the world right now every big player has a podcast you know lebron james is barbershop nah, no listen to what i'm trying to say every 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 big influential player is is visible right mm-hmm. just be more i'm not saying it's the it's the only way i agree with you the teams are responsible and we need mass marketing campaigns but just visibility matters social media matters it's the team behind you we exactly. know so yeah but it's not it's not it's you not, it's yeah, the team it's not your soccer you. team that when you go to an event takes a nice picture of you hire a photographer Get, get, yes. get nice pictures okay. going on. Yes. So I'm talking about what you can do as an individual what versus what the team control. can do for you. So there are aspects of it where I think, yeah, the team needs to get down and say, how can we, you know, position these guys correctly? But you can also do it yourself, you know? Get on a podcast every once in a while. Say something interesting. Sometimes it's, Take a, HD it's picture. a personality yes. thing. And look at the sports <laughs> codes as well. Basketball, um, Paul George has, has his own podcast. Um, everyone is allowed on podcasts haphazardly, Jay. Football... Um, who gets on a podcast that's still part of a team? No one, because you can't speak about the team. And it's not the same. The team has to allow you to go do interviews rather mm. than you starting your own mm. podcast. Now you're talking about the team. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, In basketball, they can do that. Football, there's, there's not that much freedom. Messi, we've never seen him on a podcast. Mm. And Rhi, now that his career is over, is on a podcast. Mm. Mika Richards, yeah, he can get on as many interviews as he wants. <laughs> Football is much stricter while you're still a part of a team. Even with Kaza Chiefs, you can't just go do an interview. That time I'm your best friend, I'm calling you to, I'm calling maybe, let's say, Idu Tuma. We're best friends, maybe, for instance, we drink every day. You, you know? must still send Chiefs the questions mm. first. It'll be like, yeah. Yeah, no, you're going to have to email. And they can say no yeah. to that. And they but, want the questions first. Yes, they do. Mm. So. But I also just wanted to add that um, with what you were saying, Tense, it's also sometimes like a personal thing where some people are really shy, you know. Um, for instance, I'll take it back to us um, as broadcasters. Caesar's an icon, right? No, man, stop no, that. no, no, I'm the real. No, man. Do you like attending awards? Everybody's no. Do you like being in the public? No. But yet we know you are sellable. You get me? But, but who's he hurting? Who sees we're hurting? No one, because himself. that's not who he is. He's himself. not. He's not. He steps knows. up and puts on a suit and starts attending awards. And Listen, he time. could have social collapse. You'd be making money on Instagram. <laughs> so he's hurting himself. He's got 70k followers hurting. that he's not even engaging. He's hurting himself. That's what I'm trying to say. No, every, yeah. no every he's six content. Months, he's content. Every six months, Sizma Ben's name starts trending. Where? where Sizma, oh, <laughs> like a legend. He speaks he tweets a little TV, thing and he bounces. He <laughs> so I agree with you, but that's to the point. Sizma is case in point, actually. Sizma is making our point. Blush, I told you. <laughs> but I'm happy, bro. I'm not suffering. No one's saying, and I'm sure, I'm sure Timbers One is happy as well. That's no, what I'm also, to say. also, now here's another so the difference. The way we're lamenting Timbers One is how DK feels about you. Here's another, here's, here's another difference you must also now remember. Um, most of our soccer players, right, 
um, on from a point where public speaking is the strong point. Because mm-hmm. some of these guys didn't even finish school. Mm-hmm. Some of them, many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, are from t- a very disadvantaged mm-hmm. background compared to, let's say, your cricketers, your rugby guys, who can handle sitting in this space and slowly talking to changing. us. And pre- slowly changing, yes. There are a few that are coming through that, 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 that can, can speak, speak and present well. themselves, yeah. mm-hmm. but very few. Um, so we, are, we aren't yet at the point where the culture, the footballing culture, um, is one where uh, we can have jokes with someone for hours. Some mm-hmm. guys are even scared to just speak. You know, men of the match award? Mm-hmm. You know how hard it is to get those guys to come there and mm-hmm. look at Carol. Mm-hmm. Or Julia, firstly, they're looking at a hot young lady mm-hmm. and they think, oh, she's going to speak English and my English is rubbish. <laughs> and, and this is a reality. Zotina Carol, Zotina Julia. And you see them struggling and they're nervous and, and they're just struggling with that little five minute interview. Mm. So, with time, Maybe it'll get better. I don't think it's all of them. No, I don't I think th- I'm, I require most, I demand most, this of everyone. No, and, and your point is valid. Sorry, Chloe. I don't, I'm not saying everybody get a podcast. Every yeah, single yeah, one yeah. of you start. I get that. Mm-hmm. We spoke to Happy Jail and me and Chloe at that uh, Black Label event. Yeah, yeah, My yeah. man was like, yeah, Chloe, uh, you need to help me with public speaking. Uh, I want to get it right. Mm. Happy. Where was this energy when you were, did you get me? So I just mean, they all of a sudden retire and realize how important it is, brands and marketing and positioning. Mm-hmm. Wake up, man. It's 2024. That's all I'm saying. So, so I get your point, right? And I guess to speak for the players who are trying, because I've had conversations with a few players who say, I want to do this thing, but the club won't let me. Mm. So there are people that actually want to do it, but then now the club will say, nah, bro, you can't do that. I remember there's a friend of mine, he wanted to have like um, some some talk and invite a few people around, and they're like, no, you, you can't do that. And on top of that, there are also clubs where you've seen programs, right? Up the Bugs, Kaiser Chiefs TV, Mamal Sounds, mm. they have their thing. You think that those players are going to say what they want. No, 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 no. Of course not. You are told what to say. Mm. You are coached what to say. So as much as we want to see personality from these players, but the clubs need to relax a little bit. So I think... The culture doesn't allow it. It doesn't allow that. (laughs) Then you get into a union, uh, look at the contracts and change You know there's a players' union. (laughs) Yeah. No, for real, they're, they're not yeah, doing yeah, enough. Yeah. Yeah. Who's running the place? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's running the place? Shaba, Shaba, not not pure Shaba. Shaba and Tlantla, Shaba, Tlantla, Shaba. Um, who else? Who's that? Tulakanyo. What's his surname? We used to play for Swallows. Tulakanyo. Forgetting his his surname there, but I think he's the president. So, now but they get serious presidents. <laughs> Actually, a guy I went to school with and played with. In high school, was president of the oh, Simba Marumo. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Remember him? I don't yeah, know yeah. if you guys remember Simba, Arepa Marumo. Played for Sundowns. Okay. Had the hair. Mm-hmm. Was an inter for a bit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he was part of. He was president of the players' union. And bro, the problems those guys have when you speak to him, like just behind the scenes, hectic, bro. Yeah. Hectic. Yeah. It's like it's still an uphill battle just to get the players in situations where they're not getting paid to get those issues sorted out. Sometimes they move to clubs, they transfer fees are supposed to come, they don't come. There's still those sort of issues going on behind the scenes. Fair enough. All right, before we uh, close the show, which I think we're doing in 60 seconds, what have we learned, Cesar? Are we not going to cricket? No, first? no, we've got to go no, to cricket. we're not. We, uh, we're fresh oh, we out of time. time. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, yeah you guys enjoyed Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to get cancelled if we do it here. <laughs> <laughs> We're still gonna get cancelled. Uh, Probably. No, we'll pick it up. Let's go research and study and learn uh-huh. and really understand what's going on. Here. Then we'll come back and pick up more. Um, and do something on Twitter. See, do you mind tweeting a bit? Do you mind? I've started tweeting. Do you mind posting a picture? Where's, where's I just need to help him with the Instagram account. Yeah, is what I need to do. Yeah, oh, okay, so good. I do that. Thank you. Chloe. <laughs>
Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> that. And tweet at me. Tweet Do you follow us. me? Huh? I need you, Cesar. He doesn't, he doesn't follow you. any of us. Does he follow you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know he doesn't follow okay, me. Okay, I'm not following you guys. <laughs> After this, log on to your Twitter account, follow us, and tweet us. Yeah. And be like, yo, my dog. Yeah, and follow us. Yeah, that's the show. All right, then. What have you learned? Tweet more. Tweet oh. more. Let's take away. Come on. Look at everything else we said. Dumb Tweet question. more. <laughs> <laughs> you shut yourself in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're getting Yeah. This is Vision View Sports Radio.